Hi there, listeners, and welcome to the Learn English Through Football podcast. We hope you're well and not too affected by the COVID-19 health concerns. Uh, my name's Damon and I'm based in Tokyo and I'll be talking to Damien in a moment. And he's been busy this week continuing Languagecasters' look at great World Cup games as well as introducing some more football language to our massive online glossary of terms at our site at languagecaster.com. Damien, first of all, how are you? And tell us a bit about the posts and podcasts you've been working on this week. Hello, Damon. Hope you are well. And uh, hello to all our listeners. Uh, yes, uh, we hope you are all doing well during this tough time. Um, I'm in a very stormy London. Uh, you might be able to hear the wind in the background during this recording. Uh, and of course, still under lockdown. Now, I know that there's been no football for a long time. Uh, the last game in the Premier League was way back on March the 9th. Um, but there has been quite a lot of talk about the possible return of football. Uh, the K-League, that's the Korean League, has just restarted. And such is the demand and the desire to watch live football that the BBC here in the UK are showing some games. Uh, the Bundesliga in Germany will return next week. And a lot of people will be watching not just the games, even though they will take place behind closed doors, but also how the matches are organised. Yeah, that's a big move by German football and we'll see uh, just how successful it is. And already one second tier team, Dynamo Dresden, has had to pull out of the first match because two players tested positive for COVID-19. Now, Damon, you mentioned the World Cup podcast that we've been posting over the past few weeks. And we've just published another one on Friday when we featured the Netherlands versus West Germany from the 1990 World Cup, Italia 90. Mm. Uh, it really was a great game that typified the strong rivalry between the two sides. Red cards, penalties, great goals, near misses, and of course, controversy. Uh, while we also look back at some of the other highlights from that tournament in the podcast. Great stuff. The 1990 World Cup. It broke my heart watching England fall against uh, West Germany. But I really enjoyed the games, which I mostly saw in a pub in South London with a flatmate. Good times. I was living in Spain at the time, but uh, took a train to northern Italy, where I met my brother and we watched uh, lots of games in bars and cafes in Genoa, Milan, Turin. And we even went down to Rome. Uh, some great stories indeed. One other thing, we have collected all our World Cup posts together on one page on our site, so you'll now be able to access podcasts on previous World Cups, World Cup stars, as well as lots of World Cup quizzes. Now, Damon, you recently published a post on one of Liverpool's games this season and focused on the phrase, a hard-fought victory. And so today, let's turn to another key match that you've chosen from the 2019-20 season. Uh, I'm still thinking of one for my team, Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> you chose Liverpool away at Leicester. So another one where Liverpool were on the road. Yes, that's right. Last time I picked Aston Villa against Liverpool with Villa on home turf. And this is another away game. Like you said, a team that plays away can be described as being on the road traveling to the away game and why did you pick this match uh, was it the 4-0 win 
<laughs> well, yes, but the context was also key. Liverpool were away at Leicester, who have a great record at their home stadium, the King Power Stadium. And before this game, they were undefeated at home. Also, the match took place on Boxing Day, traditionally a massive day for football fans. I expected Liverpool to really face a stern test in this game. Manchester City had beaten Leicester a few days before, and if Liverpool lost, it would give Leicester in second place and Manchester in third some hope that Liverpool could be caught. Yeah, it's worth remembering that Reds were already 11 points ahead of second place Leicester when they met. Um, You mentioned the phrase stern test. Uh, This means a tough challenge, right? A match that will be hard to win. Yeah, and we could also say that Leicester uh, would give Liverpool a game or give them a real game. And give them a game means give them a big challenge, be tough opponents. But Liverpool won 4-0, which means they thrashed Leicester. They put four goals past them and kept a clean sheet. Yes, they put in their best display and put in collocates with performance and display to mean give. And you're right, they thrashed, easily beat Leicester and Liverpool's defence kept a clean sheet. Uh, They stopped Leicester from scoring and this is why I chose this game as it really laid down a marker. Yep, it certainly did. Uh, They went 14 points clear on Boxing Day. That's the 26th of December. Uh, Their win showed Manchester City and Leicester that they would not be easily caught in the league, that they were serious contenders to win it. This win laid down a marker. Um, Which was your favourite goal? Well, I was watching the highlights again and uh, Liverpool were absolutely all over Leicester in this game. They made chance after chance after chance, but it was only 1-0 at half-time, a Firmino header. And the goal I enjoyed the most was the last, Trent Alexander-Arnold's low drive from the edge of the box. It was a quick break from Liverpool as Mane was given the ball on the halfway line. And Trent, the right back, was steaming up the right flank. Mane just shifted the ball into his path and he hit it first time low and accurately into the far bottom corner. Glorious. It was a great goal. Um, So you said Liverpool were all over Leicester. And that means we're dominant, had lots of chances. Now, if a match is all over, it means it's finished. But if a team is all over another team, it means they are dominating them. Well, if a team is all over the place, (laughs) it means they're in chaos, Tottenham, at sixes and sevens. Um, (laughs) And you described the shot as a low drive. So this means hit along the ground in a straight line. Um, There was one more interesting phrase you used to describe Trent Alexander-Arnold running... Yes, if someone is running really far uh, and fast, usually in a straight line with lots of power and intention, we can say they are steaming up the pitch like a train. Well, an old steam train. And that's another of my key matches from Liverpool season. Uh, Apologies for that as a Liverpool fan. And uh, to talk about it, we used the following phrases on the road. Stern test, give a real game, lay down a marker, put in a great display, thrash, keep a clean sheet, be all over another team, 
low drive and steam up the pitch. Great stuff. Now, talking about football phrases, we had an email from Anthony asking about a Portuguese phrase, da bola, which we've not featured on our show before. We wondered whether the team would be similar to the phrase caress the ball in English. Um, Anthony mentioned players such as Quaresma and Riquelme who would be associated with this phrase. If any of our listeners know, then drop us a line on our forum or by email. Yeah, interesting. When I hear the phrase caress the ball, it makes me think of another. Have the ball under your spell. Very romantic. <laughs> um, one more thing, Damon. I've uh, signed us up for a seven-day challenge with at uh, Cambridge Words, which is the Twitter handle of Cambridge Dictionary, who wondered mm. whether people can find examples of seven different words with seven different prefixes over the next seven days. Uh, a prefix is, of course, a word or a letter that comes before another word to give a new meaning. So, for example, pre-season, which means before the season starts. I accepted the challenge, but added another layer of difficulty, only using football terms. So, we started off at the weekend with the prefix un and the term unplayable. Uh, we could also have used undefeated, unbeaten, or maybe unchanged. And day two, we're going with the prefix over. And uh, we've gone with the phrase to overturn a decision. Any more football words beginning with the prefix un or over or any other ideas for our other prefixes this week? Then let us know on our forum. Uh, and if you like what we do and you want to access more materials, then pop along to patreon.com forward slash languagecaster and leave a small donation or join as a supporter. For this post, we'll have a listening quiz coming soon. Nice one. Now, before we go, don't forget that you can contact us here at Languagecaster via our various social media platforms. So Facebook's Learning English Through Football. We'd like to say hello to all those doing the quizzes on there. Uh, Twitter, Pinterest and Instagram where you can find information about lots of latest posts, including explanations of a recent newspaper headline, as well as the phrases square ball and undefeated, which we featured this week on our site. Um, we've also added more quizzes in our World Cup reviews. Come along to our forums and ask a question or drop us a line and say hello at admin at languagecaster.com. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. And we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Ciao.